back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Plus. This is a short episode. Uh, this set of episodes is only going to be two as we prepare for a four-part entry into the 1994 <laughs> Saturday morning cartoon show Gargoyles. Uh, <laughs> as always, I am uh, surrounded by fellow appreciators of the old. Uh, I have Katie Willis. That's me. Uh, Nick Evangelista. Howdy, howdy. Peter Schaefer. You will not escape us this time. And that rapscallion <laughs> Rachel. Oh, I'm a rapscallion now. <laughs> I just like to alliterate your Rachel the rapscallion. <laughs> okay. You could be Rachel the rapping rapscallion. So, you know, what? oh, yeah. For that Pokemon <laughs> what happened evolution. To the, what happened to the Smarmy? <laughs> oh, it that's right. I guess I should alliterate. Like, Self, yeah. <laughs> I do have a title, thank you very much. And nice Nick and Dirty Dan and Cool Katie. <laughs> Woo, I, I don't mind. <laughs> and Putrid Peter. No, <laughs> no, I said mine already. I'm Pretty Peter. Oh, sorry. Yes, you are Pretty Princess Peter. That's Those right. Really exclusive. <laughs> I, so, am I rancid, Rachel? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> kind of real. Where, where are those cabbage? Those awful cabbage patch. The gar- <laughs> garbage, the garbage pail kids. That's right. all like scabs and shit. Ew. <laughs> We're from the early '90s, and no one likes us. Hey, that's, that's accurate. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, I'm not from the early. I'm not even from the early '90s. You're from the. You're from the late '90s, <laughs> and no one likes me more. Oh, you respond. We like you, Rachel. Thank you. I I, uh, I am the baby of the group, apparently. Well, yes. only only in age. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm know the who baby in the Griffin yeah. of our show. Uh, I'm not as creative as Griffin. Nope, but you get all the pressure. So here we <laughs> go. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I missed something. What? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's worth. Explaining. All right. So do we want to do we want to talk about Xanatos going through plans A through D? Yeah, that is definitely going to happen. So this uh, first episode is Eye of the Beholder. Uh, Xanatos proposes to Fox. He gives her the Eye of Odin as an engagement gift, and the Eye causes Fox to undergo a transformation into a terrifying werewolf. Uh, Xanatos tries to help her, and I'm going to add some quotation marks around help. Uh, <laughs> But when that fails, he tries to manipulate the gargoyles. Gargoyles are the gargoyles willing to help Xanatos after all he's done to them. No, like yeah. Xanatos really, really, Xanatos seemed surprised 
But he really wasn't, was he? Well, no. did you see that, like, the background that they put with him? It was just, like, so over the top. It was, like, ridiculous. <laughs> that he was shocked when she transforms? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Shocked, except then he also had a, a dart gun, like, in his jacket pocket. <laughs> well, I think he assumed from the news... That it was her? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he maybe he just always has a dart gun in his pocket. He uses it quite often. Or is he happy to see you? <laughs> I was about to make that joke. <laughs> yes. You sure know how to make a girl blush. <laughs> it's true, I do. <laughs> Can we talk about that proposal? <laughs> that was, uh, it's just awful. It just... You you have to watch that scene and then be like, you know, David Xanatos and, the, and Fox really deserve each other. And also they are the worst. Because <laughs> it's like we're genetically compatible. It's oh, just like, God. who the fuck says that? We're in love. Or at least <laughs> people maybe. We're capable of feeling. <laughs> That's right. Right. To the extent that we're capable, I guess we love each other. Because we're both high functioning sociopaths. We're perfect for uh, each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I wouldn't want to propose like that or be proposed to like that. And I then don't... he walks over with a stolen. <laughs> Wait, no. no, no, no. He bought it. Yeah. Well, okay. But also he stole it from himself, I believe. Well, uh, yeah, so he it's... donated it to the city and then he stole it back in the so guise of stolen, the gargoyles. Yeah. yeah. I do like the implication that it was stolen like last season uh, yeah. for this plot point. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Well, Fox was in jail by the time it was stolen, so she's only recently been released. Uh, yeah, so this well, was this his first nonsense. opportunity. This whole nonsense of Xanatos, like you know, being like five hundred steps ahead of everybody, is is. Uh, I imagine it's not going to stop anytime soon, but it's it's pretty absurd. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it will not. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a reason TV tropes calls it the Xanatos Gambit. If for real, yeah, it's so crazy. Um, I'm less annoyed with him this episode because he seems more human he does and how much of that is just a ploy <laughs> god damn it <laughs> right <laughs> i mean that's that is the ultimate conundrum of this episode is that is is love real is sort of like what goliath literally has a moment where he's like you know damn it even if, if xanatos can love maybe the world doesn't suck as bad as i think it does Right. I mean, so like, cause, cause Xanatos starts with like, all right, let's start with plan a and, and tries to what track her or, or no, no trank her. And then, okay, let's go to plan B. And they track her and try to uh, take her in using his gargoyle suit. And that doesn't work. And was a Goliath is there. And when he, he tries to, you know, he thinks Goliath's going to be interested and get it, do it for him. And he says, well, we're well into plan C. And Goliath shows up and says, nope, I'm not doing anything for you. And what was it? Do you have, do you have a plan D? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like actually it's Maza that is kind of driving that uh, suspicion in Goliath because she is so over Xanatos after her brother got turned into a, That's true. a, a yeah. man bear pig or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> man bat eel. Man, right? No, it's a cat. Cat, bad yeah, eel. cat, cat, bad eel. Yeah, that's cat right. The eel. <laughs> that sounds like a fancy uh, creature, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so yeah. So here's the question: like at the end, 
when Goliath does help after all? Like, is that is that plan D? Is that plan D succeeding? Or is that not, did, did Xanatos not plan it? Xanatos probably planned it. He plans for everything. Right? I, I think he succeeded in spite of himself, you know? Like, mm. I think Goliath really did beat him. But ultimately, Goliath is like, this idiot hinged his <laughs> wife's safety on me falling for his plan. And I feel like I have to fall for his plan now because his wife might actually die. Or and rather, maybe, maybe Xanatos would be OK with that outcome. But I am not right. I don't I don't have to be fooled to still do the right thing. Right. Yeah. I did. I did love the whole. I mean, it's Halloween, and the, all the gargoyles get to go out and dress up, and and yeah, the be Hall- seen. The Halloween episode, uh, you know, as occasionally there is a a holiday related episode. This one's mm-hmm. pretty good. The animation again in this episode is pretty great. That transformation scene, man, where she turns into the wolf, uh, mm-hmm. and you get it like in full view. I th- I thought that was really kind of kind of amazing. I like that she wasn't just um, a hairy woman in a bikini. <laughs> no, she was a big old wolf. She didn't look like a, you know, a female werewolf. She just looked like a werewolf. I was confused why they immediately gendered her as she before. I, they did, I was too, because Mazza says it for sure. Oh. And... No, I didn't notice. I mean, maybe they're getting a better look at her than the rest no. of us. <laughs> Um, anyways, with the Halloween thing, I was, I saw, I saw Mazla. I was like, well, that's appropriate. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I love yeah, so Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Oh my God. So on the nose. Yeah. So no, right was, on the nose. And I mean, I know I'm being, you know, I'm following the, the like emotional structure that the designers of the show want me to, but I, you know, but I'm loving it. Like, I love that we can see them out together in a, in a, you know, not quite or almost romantic context because they're not really admitting it, but um, but I'm enjoying it just like the show wants me to. Yeah, I have a note that says tender Maza Goliath moment. I'm not sure what it's for. It's, well, they they danced. No, it was it was before that because it was after the eight pack of eggs question mark and before moderately human humanoid transformation. Your um, uh, notes are confounding me. Oh, it's when Goliath's like, you should have called me. I could have helped. Oh, yes. and he, like, hold, he holds her hands in his yes, hands. Yes, that's like that. what it is. Uh, sorry, in the grocery store, um, when she's eating everything, there's a an eight pack of eggs. Really? Who sells eight packs of eggs? I don't know. That's why it was noteworthy. That makes sense. <laughs> good eye. <laughs> I have two of them. Yeah, but only one of them's good. <laughs> <laughs> so you have crap binocular uh, vis- uh, disparity, does, just does like anyone... Odin. <laughs> I can't I, wait to I turn into a werewolf. Back, yeah. <laughs> okay, I actually oh, have yeah. the episode up and running, and Katie is a hundred percent correct. It's an of egg. course she is. That's hilarious. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Rachel, are you okay? No, <laughs> I just. I just pulled up your thing. <laughs> oh, did you write a thing? I shouldn't look at it. We have, we have, we have uh, 
Oh, it's a cat patio. Nick, we might need to make that the thumb for this episode. <laughs> That's adorable. Just that drawing of <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just shocked me. <laughs> nope, it's perfect. Um, what is it? Did anyone else think that that Xanatos in his costume looked like Javert? I don't know who that is. It's a Jean it's a, Valjean or Javert. Yes, it's a figure oh. from Les Mis. I've never seen Les Mis. So it goes. Oh, and he, he's wearing a, a trench coat over his exosuit. Yeah, but it's not just a trench coat. Like he's wearing like it looks like it looks like a double-breasted button-up uniform of some kind. Oh yeah, it's kind of like a really fancy peacoat. Oh no, it's like a duster. Now I need to look it up again. Yeah, I'm actually watching it right now. I always have the episodes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but I always have the episodes playing while we're. Well, I just imagine you just always have them playing all the time. That's a, that's not the I, I'm worst gonna idea. I'm going to look it up too. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he says, what a good idea. I'm not I'm not having the episode playing because my, I don't have to dual monitors. Let's see. I only have it on half my, the screen. But... Remind me to show you my monitor setup when we're done recording. <laughs> Why is it always dirty with you, Nick? No, I'm here. That wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Remind so, me to show you my have, monitors. So Nick, you're you're the mentality you're the teenage mentality of the group while Peter is the the, the child mentality. Apparently. What uh is anyone else wondering why the eye of Odin turns you into a werewolf? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because point. it it um makes you more intuitive and things thing. I don't remember. No. I mean, does it only make her turn into a wolf? You mean, well, does, no does it do something it. different for someone else? Well, because didn't they say something like, didn't Goliath say it made her more like her true self or something like that? I, I don't, well, he, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what he says. I, was, I wasn't sure if he was trying to be literal or if he was just like being a wise ass, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know either. Also, I love that um, uh, Maza has her gun. Like she's wearing this, this Disney princess ball gown. But of course, she has a gun somewhere, <laughs> and the ball gown like comes off. Like that is actually a super genius design, and I'm gonna have to incorporate it if I ever make myself a dress. There's like <laughs> a little bodysuit underneath with a detachable skirt. It's mm-hmm. Genius. Although I, I mean, now I have the episode running too, and Xanatos owes Maza a new gun because he wrecks her gun. They do that a lot. Yeah, and honestly, I mean the way the way police departments like track issued weapons, right? Like she's gonna have to justify that. Well, I'm sure Xanatos owns the police department. Not not, <laughs> not openly. Yeah, it's not Robocop. No, I keep realizing I make the oldest references apparently. Does Disney own Robocop? Because we can watch no. that. <laughs> I watched the new RoboCop. Eh. <laughs> it doesn't have somebody saying, I'll buy that for a dollar, then it's not RoboCop. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Owen is so proud of his boy at the end. I was thinking the same thing, right? Because he drops <laughs> that line about, I guess you were accidentally heroic, sir. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to remedy that. Bro. Right. And as he walks past, Owen is just like, he looks so happy. He, yeah, he's got kind of like this sheet-eating grin on his face, like, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be it's like it's like being today. Alfred to some kind of evil Batman. 
That is 100% accurate, I think. Xanatos <laughs> is kind of like an evil Batman, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, um, well, no, his parents aren't dead. You oh, you're that. right. We meet his father. Oh, that's right. Yes, in the next episode we talk about. Well, no wonder he's evil Batman instead of good Batman. Yeah, well, his dad should have died. Would have made him a good guy. So that's is he? Logical. Wow. Okay. So is he evil Tony Stark then? Tony Stark's uh, dad died. Tony Stark's parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his parents are dead too. Wait, his dad. When does his dad? But what does his dad die of? I don't. Remember. Tony Stark. They were both like. Weren't they both killed in a car accident? Beaten to death. By Bucky? Well, you know, they, they died no. in a car accident, except we learn in one of the movies that they were assassinated. We did? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I America, Civil War. I haven't watched since Civil War. Since I haven't seen Civil War. Well, that's where we learned that. That's where the hole in your knowledge exists. <laughs> right there uh, in that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I get tired of Marvel movies. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. They're Rachel, I want to like you. You're very nice, but you keep things <laughs> that just make me so upset. <laughs> oh my God. I like cartoons, but also I don't like spending money every time I want to go see uh, 50 bazillion of them. Well, now you have Disney Plus. Yeah, but that's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, and I'm just so tired of it. And I'll, uh, You know when Fair you get enough. overloaded? I do. Well, I promise I won't make you watch all the Marvel movies until t- if unless this show lasts 10 years or so, and then they'll become nostalgia and then we, we have to watch them. So. <laughs> I mean, I might watch Captain Marvel, too, mainly to see how they do Rogue. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I was interested in how they do that, too. Yeah, that sounds cool. Because Rogue is my favorite and they better do her well. They haven't treated her well for a very long time. <laughs> Yeah, is it? Oh man, I think the is the X Men '90s show. I think that's on Disney Plus, right? It is, and there's also X Men Evolution, which I watched, and X Men Wolverine and the X Men. All right. Well, I might, Rachel. You might have to pick some favorite episodes for us to add to it. Uh, for which one? I've only seen Evolution. No, I don't know. Pick your favorites. Whatever you got. Evolution, the one Kirby Morrow. I don't know. It's the one when they're in high school. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say it's all of them, but no, I guess they're adults in the '90s version. Yeah, um, no, I just like Rogue because she doesn't start off as a hero. Yeah, and she and her powers are fucking awesome. <laughs> She's a leech. You're like the best powers is to steal from other people. <laughs> yeah, but also adds conflictedness to her because then she gets like them in her head. Yeah. <laughs> And she yeah, lots of drawbacks to her power. And she fucking destroys Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, so let's move on to our next episode, which is uh, season two, episode eight, Vows. Uh, in this episode, Xanatos asks Goliath to be his best man at his wedding. He also arranges for Demona to be the maid of honor. Goliath reluctantly shows up at the wedding, and Demona uses the Phoenix Gate to transport the wedding party to the past where she tries to alter history. This episode no, was... Time travel, you guys. Time this travel. confused the fuck out of me. Dan, I got a bone to pick with you. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. Hit me. Hit me up. Uh, <laughs> you uh, recently made some statements <laughs> saying <laughs> that James and the Giant Peach was bonkers, batshit, uh, absolutely insane. Yep. I'm on the record. <laughs> uh, this episode of Gargoyles was 
infinitely more bonkers, batshit, and fucking insane. All right. I don't. I don't think so. Absolutely, it I mean, was. I didn't feel like I took LSD after we watched this episode of. of <laughs> no, LSD doesn't make this much sense. But yeah, did right. you see those poofy sleeves? That was definite bonkers, dude. This was a crazy <laughs> episode. Are you kidding me? Everything I mean, about this episode was insane. He has, no. well, I mean, starting with him asking Goliath to be his best man, starting with the very start of the episode. Well, no, it started with them fighting because Goliath right, just assumed that he had nefarious, you know, reasons to be there. I mean, but he, he did. did. <laughs> well, and it was then, a correct then, assumption. This is the episode where we're introduced to the fact that he's in the Illuminati and that yes. he paid the Illuminati uh, a thousand years ago to give himself a coin in the future, which helped him build his empire, which helped him go back in time to give to, himself to the give coin. himself the coin yes no he stuck himself in a, a permanent loop that makes no sense <laughs> but yeah, everything there's a, there's a bootstrap paradox going on here right correct yeah. <laughs> um that's why i don't think about the time loop that much um especially after i'm reading uh, mother of learning which has the world's per- most perfect time loop and um <laughs> but uh, to counterpoint you your point nick this episode makes logical sense in the continuity. James and the Giant Peach was just out there bonkers. Yep. Yeah, no, but th- this. <laughs> no, this. You can't. The entire, you, the entire setting in this episode was not slimy and wet. And so I feel like it's, <laughs> it's much better than James and the Giant Peach. At there wasn't a drug the deal to children. James no. and the Giant Peach is a consistent experience the whole way through, though. <laughs> you mean I'll give you that. Bonkers. I'll give you that this episode is kind of wild all over the place. Within, within, uh, the, within the Gargoyles universe, this episode is absolutely insane. It does <laughs> assume that the people involved are very accepting of the things that they see. Like, there is a judge who is brought in with no knowledge of what's going on. He is interested <laughs> to Gargoyles. Uh, Xanatos is straight up wearing his robot armor through the whole introductory scene. <laughs> like no one bats an eye. There's a judge. His dad shows up. He is wearing a robot suit and everyone's just like, God damn it. Xanatos. There's so much. You are like, so much. They, the judge comes in and Xanatos says something like, Owen, Owen has a video to show you. And yeah. like, is am I wrong in thinking that's like a the truth about gargoyles onboarding video? Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> it was like it was like your Wendy's training video before you right. start your first day. You know, new employees at Xanatos Industries. Here's the truth about about gargoyles and the advanced technology we don't share. At Xanatos Industries, we have resurrected an ancient race of gargoyle creatures and used them to fuel our biotechnology. <laughs> don't look the gargoyle in the eye and then just a big x over a gargoyle face yeah. remember when is, when is it okay to break your nda <laughs> never never you uh, will be killed possibly by a gargoyle uh i like the father in this episode i like him but he's yeah, just he's so chi- he's so chill with everything <laughs> well i mean he's probably yeah. also he has high functioning when they're apparently right. from where are they? Like Mar- Maine. They're from Maine. Bar Harbor, Maine, and I was super excited because I went there once. You said it wrong. <laughs> no, fine. Bahaba. 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 No, you're all wrong. It's Bahaba. Bahaba. Yeah, Bahaba. Okay. Well, when I went there, everyone was normal. 
no one was wearing a robot suit or uh, <laughs> walking around or yeah or receiving coins from the past yeah <laughs> he's like he, his dad gets transported back in time and he's just like i guess i'm here now <laughs> well no, yeah, they they he gets teleported back in time, and he's like, "I'm so disappointed in you, son." <laughs> yeah, it, you only gosh. care about money. <laughs> Not and then he gives him the penny. Yeah, like, how Ooh. about holy shit? You guys just did time travel. That would be right? that would There's be all I would that. think about. He also is in enough of a mind space to beat up a bandit with his coat. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I thought that was slick. I liked it. I did yeah. appreciate that he was part of the fray, not just uh, yeah. sitting back being idle. Well, that's because he's a hardcore main fisherman, <laughs> right? I guess. Yeah. That, okay, that was my favorite line, where he's like, his son is a like a, a presumably a billionaire, right? Um, Probably, and yeah. he goes, "You should have been a fisherman like me." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been better if you had been a poor fisherman like me. <laughs> so, now, so, is it just me, or or did? Um, did Xanatos only invite his father so he could like show him? See, I am a self-made man. I'm pretty sure that is loop. it. And that's why there wasn't. We like. I don't know. Maybe his mother's dead, or maybe he just didn't invite her because he didn't have a a bone to pick, a chip yeah. on his shoulder. He didn't she, invite. She approves of him. <laughs> what about Fox's family? Why don't you invite the the uh, the family of the bride? Because clearly neither of them cares. <laughs> They don't even care about their own wedding. Yeah, no, the dad's it's a, it's like, all don't you respect anything. <laughs> Man. You, you, you know what, my darling bride? We should get married so that we can lure uh, uh, Goliath here so that he will reunite the Phoenix Gate so that we can go back in time and I can give myself the money that I need to start my empire to have lots of money. I mean... That I just, to I just wonder, I just told them the show. Everyone. I mean, you have to wonder, now. like, what the timeline was. Like, did he even marry Fox on his own accord, or was that in the instructions in the letter? <gasps> I don't like don't. that. They should. They sh- they truly love each other, Dan. It's true love. What is accept love? it? I don't think Katie, don't hurt me. Has... I feel strongly about this, Katie. <laughs> don't hurt me. No more. Okay. <laughs> um, Katie, the romantic. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have to better remember believe. all the nicknames again. <laughs> cool, Katie. See, I, that would feel, fit better alliteratively with my name, but I hate yes. romance a lot. Rachel, <laughs> the romance lover. Anti romance, yeah. Rachel is probably what we'll go with. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I love romance <laughs> in all things. I haven't complained about it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> So there was some other shocking information uh, besides how uh, extra uh, David Xanatos is. And that's that Demona was possibly some kind of apprentice to the to the Magus before mm-hmm. he sours mm-hmm. on everything. Yeah. So we found out that like her fall to the dark side started way earlier, perhaps, than uh, we might have been led to believe previously. She's a character. <laughs> She is. I mean, it explains at least why she has all this familiarity with magic, which is nice. Yeah. I wasn't in the first season she was all like anti-magic, though? Or am I just misremembering? No, she was always, I think, chasing down magic. I think she's I mean, anti-person. She, yeah, she didn't like the Magus, uh, the, is it the Magus who was there, um, the younger Magus. Uh, so that it could have just been that like you know like him because he probably replaced her after this episode as the magus's apprentice or something 
Yeah. Well, the the Magus is the one that um like tried to kill the king or the prince. The young one, yeah. Yeah. And prince then, Malcolm. And then, right, because we have that flashback from earlier where he tries to kill with a blowgun and then like leaps off the balcony. Well, well, so so technically that guy is the arch magus, I believe. And then is this the not Magus the same guy? Is the younger is the younger. Version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah, it is the same guy. This is the arch magus who uh you know is after the Phoenix Gate, and he actually says his he needs three things. He needs the book, uh, yes, and the Eye of Odin and yep. uh, the Phoenix Gate, and somehow that unlocks. Well, I wrote uh, it down. Ultimate, that ultimate would, magic. He power. needs those to secure the ultimate magical power. Ah, uh, MacGuffins. Um, and yeah. and of course, at the beginning of the episode, we see Goliath walk past these three pedestals because there's no more secure way to 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 keep things um, than to keep them on open, unlocked pedestals. Um, and we see the the book and the Eye of Odin and his half of the Phoenix Gate. So mm-hmm. clearly, this is this is I, I like this feels like an impending thing. I yeah, like that this... possibly the the gargoyles have assembled all the infinity stones uh, far too early. (laughs) Right. I definitely like that they are like collecting all of these magical artifacts. Yeah. What did they they do with the mirror? It Um, disappeared. Yeah, it absorbed itself. Okay, cool. So I think technically Demona still has it. I think it just collapsed on itself and vanished, right? No, because then they were transported to her house. Right, it was part of them leaving through the mirror. Oh, that was... So it's possible she has it or Puck has it somewhere. Right, or Puck just disappeared with it, right. Okay. Um, So, question. Hudson knew everything this entire time? Oh, yeah. There's the time travel uh, when they get back to the future is probably the weakest part because... And then then (laughs) even, like... Some some of the choices Demona makes once she has taken her past self into the middle future of 994 and shows her, you know, what's going on. She, you know, there's a lot of stuff like she seems like she could have done that she doesn't uh, like she never goes after Goliath while he's trapped in stone. Uh, she just tries to convince herself, which is weird because it seems likely that she remembers having that conversation with their health and how ineffective it was and yet <laughs> right? has it again. Yeah. So Hudson is not the only one that, that kind of acted strangely after. I mean, it's, yeah, it seems episode. like this may all be like a, you know, a self-closed time bubble that doesn't get like, you don't have a choice, right? She had that conversation with herself and it, and, and she didn't listen. So she has to do it again. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know, like I'm probably ascribing too much thought, but maybe she in the future, you know, future evil her is like, what if I don't end up the way that I am if I don't have this conversation with myself? Maybe. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Goliath's conversation should have had more impact on young Demona. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean there is a good amount of time before. between this moment and 994 i for, like it's it this is the I looked it up yeah this is the furthest back i think we've seen so far well with the gargoyles not not right. in the world cuz we saw merlin yeah. did we see merlin i thought we saw maybe maybe not we saw something from like the 500s or something remember well the that's when that, the scrolls were from 
Right. But we have not actually seen events from that time period. Uh, maybe I, I don't remember. I, I do got to say, though, um, in, in 975 Scotland, there's no way they'd be speaking English. No, there isn't. <laughs> I, I did have that thought, too, like the moment they landed there. And I'm like, oh, well. Like the Scottish, especially. Like, you know, I'm willing, you know, I'd be more willing to let it slide if it was like anywhere else. But specifically Scotland in 975. Well, I mean, it's, it's the same as there's no way that the gargoyles in episode right. three or whatever of the first season when they Would wake up. Speak English. Yeah, yeah, that they can communicate with anybody. Because they'd be saying things like, oh, that's good luck in the back. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Complain about it on a podcast. I'm going to write. Oh, mission the, accomplished. I'm going to write the creators. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> write in and complain. <laughs> Why didn't you have six episodes where no one can understand what the main characters were talking about? <laughs> that would be learned English. <laughs> that's, um, there was a recent um, um, anime or, uh, called Dororo. And uh, the main character uh, is slowly getting his senses back from never having them. And he gets gains the ability to talk. And he is able to talk after not being able ever to hear anyone talk or see anyone talk or anything because he had no senses. Like, and he just magically gains the ability to do so perfectly? Not perfectly, but he, he still is out. And they, you, there is a certain window where you ha- uh, have... You, there's a certain window of time where you have to learn language. If you don't learn yeah. it, then you won't learn it. Hmm. This guy had no senses. Yeah. Demon. Oh my god. He, he also like, had no skin. One day he just wakes. Okay, so he wasn't born, essentially. <laughs> he was. a dead person. Was. Demons. Just, he, his dad made a pack with demons, and his firstborn son had no organs. Also, he's a tiefling. Yeah. I love this idea of like one day you get all your senses and you're like you like turn to your friend and you're like hey man like there's shit out there <laughs> holy like, cow man uh, yeah, I he, thought I was all alone but I guess I'm not that's cool he also had no limbs oh my god oh, he had no skin I was uh, uh, I am familiar with this story yes yeah it's actually um by the fir- the creator of manga uh, who also created Astro Boy. Oh, I think well, it's also based on a Japanese folklore story. It's a really old manga, but they recently redid it for anime. It's really good, but um, Japan's wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I... Hakimaru has no skin and no um, eye, like no eyes, no spine. Um, yeah, like no the arms or legs. Parts. Yeah. So, so what does it have? Right, exactly. Like, what is it? Just the best personality. Skin, Dramatic ennui. Look up a uh, uh, Dororo baby. A, a what? Dororo baby. Uh, hold, hold on. I guess I gotta put a put an image in this. Have you guys ever? Oh, uh... oh God, gross! Rachel, gross. <laughs> what? Gross. Oh, spooky, spooky. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't like this. Where did you put it? Oh, you put it in memes. Did you? No, where is it? No, no, I just Googled it. Oh, you just Googled it. Oh, okay. It's, mm, it could be yeah. better. 
All right. So Japan's um, monsters are buck wild. There's there's one that I love to find pictures of, which is it's all it looks like a regular dude, but then it's it will show you its butthole and it's got a big eye for its butthole. <laughs> that's its whole gimmick. I, its whole gimmick. I don't understand. What's what's monstrous about that? It's I it, <laughs> yeah, people the same get way. freaked out. Like uh there's the famous story surrounding that one is that a samurai saw, <laughs> saw a guy on a bridge. And he went to talk to him and it, the guy showed him his butthole and there was a big eyeball and the samurai freaked out and then no one respected the samurai anymore because he was terrified <laughs> by an eyeball in a butthole. <laughs> Katie, at least I censored mine. I don't know how. That seems like learning stuff. <laughs> it's spooky and gross. That's oh, not how uh, babies oh, look. Okay. It's wow, Sans. Yeah. yeah. It's baby Sans. That's Hihakimaru. Uh, anyway, so I had a couple favorite lines from this. Uh, there's there's one where Xanatos just says, you know, eh, time travels funny that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the other one is, what is it? It's his father saying, well, Mr. Big Time, Big Shot Time Traveler. <laughs> I just want to call Xanatos Big Shot Time Traveler. From his, his dad, dad, there was just no impressing his dad after no um, there is not nothing. yeah although xanatos looked smug enough for for everyone involved when he's I mean, literally he he's does. hugging his hot wife in the past and he's like i'm a self-made man dad what are you gonna do right. about it <laughs> i'm self-made with you the help of best. all the money that i made as of course of having a good start nest egg which i what this still doesn't make sense Nah. Let me just say this, though. Um, <laughs> you know, Xanatos is, like, constantly playing everybody around him. This guy played the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't know a lot about the Illuminati, but basically he kind of, like, time-traveled his way into it, possibly. Well, that's the thing. Like, did he play them, or did he just, like, use Illuminati membership the way it's meant to be used? And they even had a secret handshake. Dude, right? he, like, he... he... <laughs> He got himself in through time travel. Well, he may have already been in as a. No, but he was only in because he got himself in when he was younger. It's a loop. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, he no, he trapped himself in as a as a human adult in the present, um, and then used what knowledge he has from that to go back in time and take advantage of their resources in the past. I can only assume that he was actually introduced to the Illuminati after he got the coin. I guess it's possible he could have been before, but I really it could have been. It. But I know I imagine also that he was introduced, but like, you know, maybe he's a member then, maybe he's only a member later when he's super rich. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we he doesn't say that the coin came with any instructions. He only talks about instructions uh he's like 20 years for later the, for the wedding, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, and, you know what? At least the that second letter of instructions like he proposed to her before he opened it because he said he opened that a week ago mm. yeah and so he I proposed guess... to her at the start of october we've seen a, it's been at least a full month since they proposed That's true. yep that is true so it's a little bit nice that like the so, wedding was yeah. not a complete sham Although true, it was true love might still exist. Ceremony on I told you. <laughs> we should have believed Katie. <laughs> well, it was also the fastest engagement ever. Not necessarily. Well, they have, have you it. ever been I've to Vegas? <laughs> no, I haven't either. It just sounds sticky. Oh, I've been to Vegas. It's the worst city in the country. Is it yeah, sticky? It's, 
yes. I've like been, the inside of a peach? Uh, <laughs> that sounds about right, actually. I would not have thought of that. I, I think I, the peach is a little more pleasant. I watched nope. a video going through the floor plan of the Westgate Hotel. It's big. It's my apartment times 60, I think. The whole <laughs> wow. hotel? Yeah. No, no, the, uh, a uh, suite in the hotel. Oh, the my God. God. It has three bedrooms and like six baths. Oh, yeah. And like six bidets. Oh, yeah. Only six yeah. bidets? You can't have too many bidets, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> bidets for days. <laughs> In one bathroom, they had two showers and two bathtubs that so everyone could watch each other while they took a bath. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, personal question. Have you guys used a bidet before? Yep. No. No. Yes. Oh, it's Oh, goodness. It's I so haven't been had. I haven't had the... I don't go places where there's bidets. Oh, well, you should she hasn't had the pleasure. <laughs> Let me tell you, the toilets in Japan, the bathroom experience in Japan is just superior. I don't know. Um, I saw cars too. Mater had a hell of a time with it. Dude, nope. They have heated toilet seats. Not not for women. Not for women. What do you mean, not for women? <laughs> I went to Japan. It was a hole in the ground. Okay, no, yeah, it depends it's on 50, where you go in Japan. It's literally 50 50. It's either a hole in the ground or like an <laughs> AI toilet that can talk to you. There's literally, literally no in between. If you're a female and having to pee in the hole in the ground, it's very uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. I lived in Japan for six months. I'm very aware. <laughs> but uh, no, but the robot toilets are great. Yeah, um, it was very weird. I couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> it seems pretty self-explanatory I'm no <laughs> you, know, you just you need to get a that. go girl and then you can whatever you want a go girl <laughs> oh my god ruin it's a three seashells moment she had a three seashells uh, moment uh, what? what couldn't figure it out it's a demolition man reference. <laughs> what? I don't I don't understand what's happening. I'm a little scared. Demolition Man is a 1990s movie with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes and it has a lot of great moments and yeah, and it, it's I, I want to apologize for my terrible old reference. No, don't apologize. It's fantastic. It's the whole point of the show. It's a three seashells <laughs> reference or moment. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. All right, I, let's just... <laughs> Let's let's all stop talking to each other soon. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to defend yourself, Rachel? I'm sorry. I was just saying it's very hard for females to, to pee in a hole in the ground without taking off everything. Oh yes, that makes a lot of sense to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, yeah. well, it's good and self-explanatory. No, nope, well, she, yeah. did, she right. did. She did say I didn't know how to use the hole in the ground as a toilet, yeah. and it's like right. hell. <laughs> It kind of it kind of feels like the three seashells moment was Dan's. Oh no. Because you what don't have to use his clothing. But the real seashells were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Please don't put this in. Oh, you absolutely Oh my god, I can't leave this out. Oh, I don't want to be included for Oh, I can't wait for that social media clip. <laughs> Oh, oh no. <laughs> Is Dan okay? <laughs> I think I'm a fever. Oh. And the only cure is more cowbell. <laughs> that reference is also very old. <laughs> no, I get that reference. <laughs> I got All a right, fever. <laughs>
Let's talk about the cast in this episode. Oh, David is there a Warner. cast? Yeah, yeah David who plays Warner. His dad? No, hold on. We'll get to that. David Warner plays the Archmages. I don't know if you guys know David Warner. I no. remember him from Tron, where oh, he was oh, uh, yeah. Dillinger, the villain, one of the villains in Tron. I've actually uh, watched Tron. Yeah. Well, I haven't. He's in there. Uh, David Warner is, is a huge actor. He's in a million things. Uh, David Xanatos' dad, uh, whose name is Petros Xanatos, uh, he is, uh, that's voiced by uh, William Morgan Shepard. And you probably don't recognize his name, but he's another one of those character actors who you will you recognize him from everywhere. I think I always remember him as the soul monger from Babylon 5. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like... Uh, Maybe like in gaming circles, he's most notable as uh, the narrator in Civilization Five. Um, he was, uh, <laughs> huh. he's yeah, he's just got one of those voices. He's also a Star Trek connection. He was in like three different versions of Star Trek. Apparently, yeah, he's. he's I think he's been in other Star Trek too. Yeah, he's a, he's a, in six. He's the judge, I think, that hmm. uh, William Shatner is being judged by Klingons. Oh, he's in a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, he has a very huge, long, diverse career. Time Cop, the TV series Time Cop, not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much it for uh, that. Anybody got some final thoughts on Vows before we wrap up this episode? We were talking about a show. <laughs> Somehow we were talking about Gargoyles still through that whole thing. <laughs> no, I, th- I think I'm good. All right. So uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to take a break from Gargoyles as we, you know, do some calisthenics to prepare for the four part uh, mini series <laughs> uh, that sits in the middle of uh, season two here. Um, so, what are that, we watching for next time? So, next time we are watching Peach Dragon. Uh, suggestion oh. by Peter. So, Peter, do you want to? You got any thoughts about Pete's Dragon? I, it's from the seventies, and I haven't seen it since I probably was, I don't know, eight or nine. And uh, there's a, it's it's one of those attempts at um, cartoons and real world integration that was done really super well in, you know, who framed Roger rabbit. I don't know that it was done so well in this one. I, <laughs> it's been a long time, so I need to see it again to see, which is what I'm going to do. Yeah. We're all going to join you with that. So yeah. stick around for, for next, uh, next episode where we'll do Pete's dragon. And then after that city of stone, the four part mini series. And I'm going to, I don't know if, you guys are aware of this, but that miniseries will tell give us the backstory for Macbeth. <gasps> and oh, of course none of us that. are aware of that. We and also that. also the backstory for Demona and what she's been up to for the last thousand years. Very so strap in. I'm looking for I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know why I'm, I keep saying strap in. That's yeah, like, there's been a lot of strapping this. I'm gonna try to day. stop strapping everyone in. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who are we again, Dan? I forgot. Uh, well, I've been Dan Evanson, uh, your primary host, really the best one of all of us. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's, He's not, not wrong. Gonna, if you're not going to promote yourself, uh, no one is going to do it. He's really carrying the show. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, no. I no. mean, Dan was the progenitor of this show. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's not a janitor. Watch. That is. <laughs> He's you an amateur janitor. 
<laughs> you can find my stuff at DanielEvinson.com. I'm also uh, at SinisterInfant on Twitter. I've been joined, as always, by uh, the uh, rapping rap- rapscallion, Rachel. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Argent Rape. But I also don't rap. Don't think I can rap. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, that's not rapping. Nope, nope. Not- I thought she was gonna like start rapping over the beat. I was gonna no. <laughs> totally couldn't. Why that was, you think that? Read the room, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I've also been bo- joined by Peter Schaefer. <laughs> yeah, hi, that's that's me. I uh, I you can find me on Twitter at Shoeless Pete, um, where I, I drop one-line movie reviews and uh, daily alternate history facts. Facts from an alternate history and uh, pashafer.com. Uh, and uh, Nick Evangelista is here as well. I am here as well. You can find me at Tacky Slacks on various uh, places. And uh, rounding us out, bat and cleanup, it's Katie Willis. That's me. Uh, you can find me at Twitter or on Twitter at Shimmybook. All right, we did it once again. Thanks for listening. See you later. Music playing.